Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! up time travelers welcome back to the time machine podcast with me becca stogner and me hunter martin um becca on a scale of one to ten how big of a paramour fan are you 15 15 oh how much fan are you on Haley? i almost called her Haley joel osmond <laughs> Haley williams um <laughs> i don't know why Haley Williams um, side projects. Her solos? Yeah. I love them. So I was at the gym today. Um, plug for me because I'm healthy. No. Um, and you know, like music plays around like in the, in, on the, on the uh, video screens. Yeah. Or whatever, like the music video plays. What's... And the song... Um, are you gonna stay the night that song plays and i look up and it's playing the music video and i went i am today years old when i found out that was sung you by Haley williams oh my God. i did not know at all you're embarrassing me her what? voice is okay. so recognizable are you joking i'm not joking also I that's never. i don't think that song is very good <laughs> it was it was popular i know I it was that. So, I mean, the only Haley Williams song I know that is not um, Paramore is Can We Pretend That Airplanes in the Night Sky? <laughs> what did she sing? Just I like thought, that? here I was when you said, how do you feel about her side projects? I thought you were speaking of her two solo records, but no. She has two solo records? Have you followed me on Instagram for the past three years or have you not? I have. Then you should know these things already i wait i do but i guess i just don't know i well yeah i think they were mostly for the fans, fans. i yeah. mean i'm a fan but it doesn't sound like a big I, one <laughs> you know <laughs> when i was younger i saw yeah my daddy cry stop this Cease. Uh, Speaking of cease, our little episode that could, Max Kibo from 2020 finally passed (laughs) 100 plays the other day. Right. Finally. Cause to celebrate. What was it? (laughs) Also, I've been meaning meaning to bring this up on the pod because it is is June again. And last June, we covered the Disney Channel games of Mm -hmm. 06, 07, and 08 all month. It was a great time. So if you're looking for something like fun and summery, to listen to if you haven't already caught those apps go back and play them they were it's a just, ton of fun it was just fun to rewatch them and review them because they were the disney stars not being their characters they were being themselves which means it was more chaotic because it's basically a bunch of middle schoolers and high schools have having to do these random things yes and it's just funny the 2007 just, games are the only time on record that lucas Grabiel has given me the ick oh Yikes. Yikes. Well, do you know what I hope doesn't give you the ick? These Disney 411s. Are these Disney 401 stories? Disney 411. All right. Story number one. We have some casting news. Oh. 
Netflix has set an all-star ensemble for its new untitled rom-com. Nicole Kidman, Zac Efron, and Joey King are set to start in the pick. Um, the story is set following a surprising romance which kicks off comic consequences for a young woman, her mother, and her movie star boss as they face the complications of love, sex, and identity. The film was recently greenlit and will shoot later this year. Interesting. I'm just glad that Zac Efron is off the I'm trying to go for an awards movie. <laughs> you know, like when he did like the Ted Bundy and... Yeah. He said, I honestly... I really haven't watched that many non-High School Musical Zac Efron movies. I think How many have you seen? I've seen 17 again. Oh, wait. That's a lie. 17 again. Okay. And I saw... I, seven- I technically saw Dirty Grandpa, but I did fall asleep. Okay, I'm going to name woke the movie. And I woke up to the scene where Zac Efron is on the beach wearing nothing but a, a hornet over his crotch. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen... Um, non-high school musical, Hairspray. Oh, Hairspray. Seventeen again. Oh, Greatest Showman. Uh, Baywatch. Nope. <laughs> I'm looking at his filmography right now. I've never seen Neighbors. Oh, I've seen New Year's Eve. That movie he did. Oh, well, there's like fifty people. There's in like a hundred people in that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the only movies I've seen that are non-high school musical movies, which is like a, I guess like an average amount of like movies to see from one actor. Yeah, I you, I, you should I mean, not you should not ask me about the average of seeing films made by one actor. Right, but, I'm the but wrong that, that was to for, ask about that. That's for an assignment. <laughs> um, but this this sounds interesting. I think it'll be fun. Nicole Kidman. What an rom-com. odd cast. Yeah, Joey Like, King. how do those three people fit together? I guess we'll see once this comes out. It's I due guess. later. It starts filming this year. I don't know. I like it when people don't take themselves seriously. And I think for a yeah. time, Zac Efron was like, I want to be a serious actor. And I'm saying, uh, you can't really do that once you did Baywatch. <laughs> but um, that's that's all I have to say um, on that. Any Any more thoughts? Do you think this is a good... Uh, career step for oh also he became like the 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 product founder or something to do with Kodiak um pancakes and that the 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 food do you have, they're like protein uh foods they're really they're Kodiak pancakes ooh they're good but he he's like the new like celebrity founder or something I don't know um anywho are you going to go see it it's on Netflix is it not it will be. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> so then I can't go to see it if it's on Netflix. I have to go to my couch. All right. Dang. Maybe you should work for Netflix. That's a great slogan. Thanks. I don't got to go to my <laughs> couch. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Next story. Selena Gomez had some growing up to do after she left Disney stardom. The only murders in the building actress recently acknowledged it was anything but simple to step into adult acting roles after her child star days, especially because she didn't initially feel accepted by her peers in the industry. She's quoted in saying, I felt like it was very difficult for people to take me seriously. I have slowly pushed through that, and I'm really glad, but it was very frustrating. I felt like a joke. Here's, I think... For a while, Selena Gomez was known as a singer. 
Yeah. You know? For, like, years. It was just... I think she's Gomez. more so known as... A, I mean, she's only starting to be known as an actress again because of Only Murders in the only Building. Only Murders. But. Yeah. And then it was like she's so famous as being Selena Gomez. I don't know. I feel like out of all the Disney stars who have made a name for themselves to be a respected act, I mean, they're all respected in their own ways. But, I mean, if we're going off of what Selena Gomez is talking about in this article, I'm saying I think it's Zendaya. Yeah. I mean, you can't show up on the scene with another Cinderella story fresh on your belt and expect people to take you seriously. Yeah. You know? And I th- yeah. Unless you're Jane I, Lynch. I, I, i don't know i think it's i think it's hard to when you are known when when you're like doing children's stuff you 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 gotta like choose wisely what you do yeah because then it can come off across that no one takes you seriously even if you're like in that sort of thing like i've seen have you seen spring breakers no i've seen it and it's i it's it's like so bad it's good movie in my opinion i can't believe that was Um, a24 Wow. <laughs> really? That's A24? Yeah. I feel like if... Because I feel like A24 is now more prestigious now than it was back when Spring Breakers was out. Oh, well, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I think if it came out now, we would be talking about it very differently. Um, but, you know, what can you do? I think Selena Gomez... I think she should take... a. I don't think she's ever going to take a break from music, but... I think only murders in the building is a great way to remind people that she's a very strong actress. And I think, I think because she just took, maybe that's why she focused on music so much is because she knew she couldn't really do acting roles quite yet because everyone's going to be a Disney girl. Spring Breakers and the Bling Ring were two of the first films that A24 ever did. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's so funny. And it's like Emma Watson, fresh off of Harry Potter. Yeah. Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hudgens, fresh off their Disney stuff. There's a very clear shift, I want to say, around like 2015, 16, that they kind of became what they are now. Mm-hmm. But those first couple like, of years were very interesting. Because they also did the spectacular now that, um, oh my God, what's her name? Shailene Woodley is in. Uh-huh. Which is like not a bad movie, but it's just not the genre that like they would be known for. Today. I really think A twenty four. Welcome to the A twenty four podcast. <laughs> no, um, we're not I film think, bros. I think where A twenty four shifted was maybe midsummer. Was when it really no her- hereditary and- was before then. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at A24. I, my personal opinion right is that it's like 2015-16 because you have Ex Machina and like the the Vivich. When did 8th grade come out? Uh, 2018. Okay. Great film. Oh my God. Such a good movie. Well, shout out to Selena Gomez for <laughs> becoming the next maybe, <laughs> the next maybe uh, start, starting, she built A24 on her back. <laughs> If it wasn't for Spring Breakers, we wouldn't have everything everywhere all at once. That's a scary thought. <laughs> and that's all. And that's on Hot Dog Fingers. So, our next story in in our Disney Four One One is reaction. We it's said time. we were. It's time, <laughs> everyone. It is time 
hide, run, ban the hatches. Because last week, Demi Lovato released their new single off their debut album, Holy Fuvuk. But it has been confirmed it's not Holy Fuvuk. Yes, it was confirmed Um, on Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Right. And so we said we were going to hold off listening to the song. Of course, there's snippets that have already been released. So besides that, but Beck and I have not listened to the entire song or seen the music video. So we are going to do that right now and we will be right back with our live reaction and review. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, we just watched the music video. The song is is good. Mm-hmm. It's giving like a harder edged don't forget and it's good to hear the demi shout again and see them playing guitar um the music video is very odd (laughs) i don't understand who that old guy was so the most of the video is a demi in a bathtub in a white tank top soaked through so you can pretty much see their boobs and then you keep it keeps cutting to this like gross old man like reading newspaper clips about Demi and rehab, and then the old man evaporates into the room with a like two thousands camcorder and starts like filming yeah. Demi, but then Demi kills him. I guess was that supposed to be <laughs> who was that supposed to represent the media? Maybe that, or maybe they're like addiction demons or something. I don't know. Mm, but there's a think. moment also where Demi is playing in a black trench coat in the rain, playing a black guitar that was giving me don't forget era music video vibes. Very, very. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she had the same. She said she had the hairstyle. The Mitchie Hunter said not the, the Mitchie Bangs. The, the Mitchie Bangs. <laughs> the Mitchie Bangs. But yeah. Does, this um, mi- does, does, it, does it make you want to listen to the album or listen to more? I guess. I mean, this isn't like the type of music that I'm super into anymore. Yeah. But I'll probably check it out. Watch yeah. this get stuck in my head and then it becomes like my number oh, one song on my Spotify. Oh, yeah. It definitely is an earworm. Mm-hmm. I don't see it becoming a number one hit on the radio. No. I think it's too rock. I don't think. Like too. Denny's uh, hit era has passed. I feel. Baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> Far from that. Yeah. But that was skin of our teeth. Skin of my teeth. Skin yeah. of Dimmy's teeth. All right. Well, of course, along with skin of my teeth, we are back with a Raven's Home Rehash. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Three weeks, I think, gone. Um, we are now back with episode 11. And I was hoping the show would take its time, think about what it's done. This take episode. Our, d- take our notes, and guess what? This episode is so annoying. <laughs> Everything went one in one ear and out the other. This episode is also. I'm, we haven't seen Rondell as Victor in a while either. Why like, bring Why bring Rondell back and have him gone for four episodes? I know for a main cast member, he is looking like a guest star to me. Right, a legacy, a legacy. But Ron, Rondell is also behind the camera, uh, directing this episode, which is great. And Beck was like, maybe that's why he's not in. I said, the amount of times directors are also actors and are in the same movie well, yeah. the entire time. And then or I looked TV up shows. the last couple that he also hasn't been in, and he didn't direct those. Oh. Maybe so, they just don't want to pay him. the plot of this is that... 
The Chill Grill hosts trivia, and Ivy... Ivy has become the new test for me. I'm, I'm so annoyed by her. I the, I think we've talked about this, but the girl who plays Ivy thinks she's doing it. She does. I she don't think she's, she's, doing she's something. quite as annoying as season one test was because season one test like was like nails the, on a chalkboard. But the girl who plays Ivy really smugs. It's yes. like smugs to the camera. I mean, just it's not necessarily the way she's acting, but just like the character and her dialogue and her motives and how she does everything. It makes me furious. But yeah. Ivy wants to do a trivia team at the Chill Grill to win because she's like the most competitive child in the world. Yeah. And Booker and Cammy and Neil are all on the trivia team. And Booker has a vision that Cammy is going to break up with him. So he starts going crazy hammy. And then our side story, I guess, is the little girl has a ferret that she keeps losing. And Raven... Uh, the ferret runs across the keyboard when Raven is going to give away the Chill Grill chili recipe and changes it to the Chill Grill. So a bunch of people show up and Raven <laughs> has to get herself out of giving away ownership of the Chill Grill. Which, what happened? Didn't she grow up with a rat? Yeah, but I, I don't know. This little girl, the entire episode is her running around looking for that ferret. If you lose your ferret twice, it gets taken away. Right. No. Um, no <laughs> more. That's as a society rule. If you lose your ferret more than once, it gets taken away from you. Well, the first time is in the house. And then the second time is just randomly in the chill grill, which why does she have her ferret there anyways? Right. I Can I say something? Yeah. Family owned restaurants, they break the rules, especially, especially I mean, the kids. True. I remember one time I was at a local restaurant and one of the kids, uh, the kid's parents owed it and he skateboarded right in. A skateboard on the on on the ground, and I remember being like, oh, "I know that's not allowed." Oh, Raven does pop in in the very beginning in like a rainbow bedazzled sweatshirt. She said, "Happy Pride." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Raven! I also loved. There was a moment in this episode with Raven and Nigel, that chef character, and I love. Apparently, how we what? get rid of Chelsea. We get rid of Chelsea. I thought, I thought when Raven moved back with Rondell, mm-hmm. he was going to be Raven's right hand character when it comes to shenanigans. Oh, but we have this in, guy instead. And in that, and that's Raven. And Raven's home. It was Chelsea. Now we have this waiter at the Chill Grill, who I guess is Raven's best friend now. I guess. And but all I also her plots love, are with her. Him. I love how easily Disney Channel will throw away headcanon for a joke because. Nigel says to Raven at one point, it's just nice to get a hug once in a while. And I was like, okay, I guess it didn't work out with Alana then. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, you know, Disney famously loves to film episodes and then episode 20 is aired as episode five. Yeah, so it, it's not even something that crosses their minds no. with stuff no. like that. But the whole thing is that, like, Booker is trying to overdo it with Cammy because he thinks that she's going to break up with him. But they actually just kick him off the trivia team because he's being so <laughs> annoying. Yeah. And he won't answer any of the questions. And he shows up like during trivia. Raven is like trying to give the hardest questions possible so no one will win. Yeah. And no one will win the chill grill. And this news reporter shows up that is also so annoying. So I looked up who he was because I said he looks so familiar. He's from the show that I love called Freaks and Geeks. Oh. But he's also in That's a Raven as a whole new character. Is this. Ugh. 
This is he probably the, the actor I thought it was that came he back. Was, he was in the episode where Raven... Remember when Raven finds other psychics in another high school? And yeah. She, and she, like, goes to their school, and it's a school for psychics, and he's one of them? Mm-hmm. It, well, he's one of them, but he's playing a different character in this. So odd. I mean, maybe they just don't expect two 20-somethings to review this show. <laughs> <laughs> and sure figure it out. And figure it out. Um, but uh, Raven's home. I'm boring. Boring. It was boring. Annoying. And then they lose annoying. the damn rat again. Somebody, everybody leaves the chill grill because there's a rat. That's how yeah. the the episode ends up. Uh, and somebody, I can't remember if it was Raven or somebody else, but, oh, no, it wasn't. It was that lady. So there's like a trivia team of three older ladies that are going against Ivy. And one of them does the like rat and Walmart reaction where she goes, rat! <laughs> It's the new. <laughs> and then also, I don't have any, I don't have a commercial report, but the episode ended with a Disney celebrating Pride Month outro that transitioned immediately into a Jesse rerun. Oh. <laughs> Anywho, that was, any any closing thoughts on Raven's Home rehash? No, this episode was just annoying and dumb. I'm hoping next week Rondell's back. I'm hoping for another big That's a Raven, that reference. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, Raven has been making TikToks in like a Frederick Douglass-esque <laughs> prosthetic. So I'm wondering if that is the prosthetics that have been referred to. I need something better than that. I mean, I can't think of any other reason she would just be wearing that. <laughs> it's her Sunday best. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the proper end of Disney 411. All right, and this week's episode is just a, just a bit of fun, just a bit yeah. of a fun time. So we're talking about kind of the some of the history of Disney Channel in the Disney parks. Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. And if there were rides that we would either retheme or create surrounding Disney Channel properties, what they would be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess first things first... Becca, what is your history with Disney parks? Like, have you been to just Disney World? Have you been to Disneyland? Have you been to any uh, European ones? Just Disney World so far. Um, I am a huge theme park person, so I do really, really love the Disney parks. I'm more of a universal girl at heart, but I do really love Disney parks. Um, may go to Disneyland someday. I don't know about any of the overseas mm-hmm. ventures, but the first time I went was in 2003. And then again after that, and then I didn't go again until 2015. And then I've gone, like, pretty regularly since then. Yeah, I think the first time I ever went to Disney World... I've been to Disney World and I've been to Disneyland. I've been to Disneyland once. Um, I went to Disney World, I think, the first time... The first time I can remember. Because it just pictured me as, like, a little baby. Like, a baby <laughs> at Disney World. Remember the the one I like legit remember was the first time I was probably like four or five. And I just remember being so scared of all the characters. <laughs> like extremely scared. Yeah. Extremely scared. I wouldn't but go I feel, on any rides the first time I went. I kept I having like to get a, pulled out the emergency exit. Be like, oh my god, no, not the emergency exit. <laughs> You're that person. Mm-hmm, but it's okay. I was. 
But we were we were talking about Disney parks. We said would it'd be so much fun to do an episode about Disney parks and Disney Channel, since this is a primarily Disney Channel podcast, in the parks. And we were doing some research, and there really is a lack of Disney Channel content and the parks, which is surprising when you think about how much Disney loves their IPs yes. in the parks. And there's a park specifically for film and television that yeah. aren't like the classic Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. Within you and I both, I think you guys go like every year. We don't go Pretty every much. year. Well, almost every year. You go more than I go. Yeah, somehow I managed to go... A- a couple times a year now for some weird reason. Yeah. But recently, I'd say probably within the past two years, they've been putting like, Disney is famous for their enamel pins. And yes. they've been putting a few inklings of old nostalgic Disney Channel pins out there. I think, unfortunately, they are all very ugly. Um, oh, when I went, I, sh- I, I uh, took a picture. So they don't have any really big Disney Channel merch in any of the parks. They have... The pins, and it was a Lizzie McGuire pin, Proud Family, Camp Rock. Oh, it was the High School Musical pin that you didn't like. Maybe. I because it was, it was, a, it was just one. a picture of the Wildcat, and that was it. So we were just doing some research, and it really is kind of interesting that Disney World or Disney Parks never really capitalized on all the Disney... Especially in the Disney Channel heyday. Now I, I think it would be really really hard to do i think really now any disney channel content it would be in the merchandise section for the pins and stuff because the nostalgia pins but now they're really like in the heyday the fact that there was never uh um a ride or an attraction that was disney channel themed well like like a what well there were some and we'll if get you to know it. your disney parks history there was almost one what do you mean Rock and Roller Coaster was like yes, rumored yes, to be yes. rethemed to the Jonas Brothers at one point. Right. There was like a contract dispute or like the contract was ending with Aerosmith back like in the Jonas Brothers Disney hype, like uh, their, their height. And there was rumors yeah. that it was going to be turned into uh, th- rethemed Jonas Brothers, which we will get to when I have my idea of <laughs> when we talk about rethemes and make it Disney Channel. Yes. But that being said, it's just so surprising that there are, because, you know, Disney parks isn't just roller coasters they have like attractions like walk through like experiences like remember when you would walk through disney world and you could walk through mickey and minnie's house yes yeah, there's not even like a thing like there that there was always a souffle in the oven <laughs> the i remember those ma- so vividly <laughs> the answering machine yeah oh my i did to say at hollywood studios in florida they have a planet hollywood or planet hollywood museum mm-hmm. and i do remember they had some disney channel memorabilia in in frames like there was the the poster of the prom the the prom announcement in high school musical three like sharpay's diploma or something so they have like little things like that but there was never a full-on there's always been a small amount of disney junior presence yes they usually have at least one disney junior attraction and like meet up in at least hollywood studios yeah at hollywood studios they have Playhouse, they had Playhouse Disney Live, which turned into Disney Junior Live. And it was basically every big 
Playhouse Disney. I'm going to refer to it as Playhouse Disney because that's mm-hmm. what I grew up on. Uh, TBT. Uh, Playhouse, yeah, Playhouse Disney Live. And so we had a bear in the Boo Boo house, uh, um, Little Einsteins. And the, as the years went on, they would like change it. Yeah, and it's so like Doc McStuffins like, now. Right. And I'm like, why don't they have that? Why didn't they have that for Disney Channel? I think, I think when you like get down to it, no one will want to see someone being Hannah Montana at Disney World. Yeah. When... <laughs> When, like, we know Miley Cyrus. You know, like, we don't want to see, like, a... I think it's weird when it's, uh... I think it's different. Because, like, like Jack, uh... I guess Jack Sparrow is, like, the best option of, like, when you meet, like, a live-action character. But that's, like, so... I don't know. It has to be somebody that is very easy to do a good impression of. Right, right. Um, so that's why they never have, like, walk around. (laughs) Could you imagine... Someone walk walking around, around to Hannah Montana. <laughs> and you're just like, this person is literally just in rhinestones and cowboy boots. Imagine you're just like, you're in line for a churro and you hear, wild cats. And like a, <laughs> a storm of actors comes up. <laughs> well, well, there was an attraction um, called Disney Channel Rocks, which was a mini parade that would go on in Hollywood Studios. And it was a bunch of actors singers and dancers singing basically a big mashup of all Disney Channel hits from Camp Rock, High School Musical, Hannah Montana. And I remember going to Disney World one time and all of a sudden it happening. And like they like roll in, it says Disney Channel rocks. And then I just remember what they all wore. It was like layers on layers, like Bermuda shorts, like news newsboy cap. It was horrible. Oh my God. And I, re- I remember my sister looking at me and go, this looks so bad. <laughs> it, it it was very it was very community theater. Yeah. Um, and, and they did the same thing. They did like High School Musical. They had a High School Musical pep rally. It was like a mini mini party, and they would just sing the songs from High School Musical, which I guess is fun. But then I guess like half the magic is no, we want to see Zac Efron of it as a right. mess. I mean, we do have <sighs> Disney Channel has or not Disney Channel Disney World has like a Christmas day parade festival dealio i don't do they still do that they still do that okay but i, but I, I but know I think like famously disney it, channel actors would make appearances or perform in that right but i think now it's more it's not it's not like very disney channel heavy yeah i mean it's usually it's, only been like we got descendants a couple years ago and they always retheme this the famous songs to christmas <laughs> I'll never they forget had the High School Musical cast too. Christmas time. <gasps> what time is it? Christmas time. It's our vacation. I said, "What is going on here? What is going on here?" And then also famously, Moyali Sawyer's had her 16th birthday party in Disney World. Right. They said, "We're not going to give you Hannah Montana an attraction, but we're going to make an attraction out of Miley Cyrus's 16th birthday." And Mickey is going to follow you around all night. <laughs> <laughs> There's like this video when Disney 411 or 365, whatever it was named at at that time. They did like a behind the scenes or interviews at Miley's Sweet Sixteen, and there's like we made like a funny joke that Mickey Mouse was trying to get in on Miley's photos the entire time, and Miley was like, "Can you get this mouse out of my face?" (laughs) And there's like this one time when the cast of Hannah Montana or someone is taking a photo, and you see like Mickey scurrying next to them, and Miley, it was so funny. I just remember, like I had my like. Where'd you have your 16th birthday? I don't think I had a 16th birthday. Just at my house. Right. I was like, mine was at Applebee's if I had one. (laughs) 
Oh, imagine like being 16. Do you think that was her actual 16th birthday? Probably not day of. Or do you, or do you think she like had a like a celebration? But well, I mean, like, do you think she had another thing that was more? Oh, um, private? yes. <laughs> Of course. Imagine that was the only thing. But the I do way that remember... she's looking at Mickey half that time, I'm I'm sure that was not the only festivity. <laughs> the boss came to work. You got to be on your best behavior. Um, but there is this other thing that Disney would do with its two biggest, I'd say, cartoons. They had a Phineas and... Because you could meet Phineas and Ferb. You could for a while. And Kim and Ron from Kim Possible. Were Kim and Ron people, or were they foam? Kim and Ron were, <laughs> or were they foam? That's always the case. <laughs> this is the new, is this cake or real? <laughs> were they real people or foam? Um, no, they were real people. Okay, interesting. And Christy Carlson and Romano went on a podcast once, and they said they tried to make Rufus a mutable character, but the, the, the suit looked like... Um, a, uh, a male's private. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like, "Where's Rufus?" And they're like, "Um, um, oh he's yeah, a about nacho. that." Right, right, because it's like a giant naked mole rat. Yeah, pink. you can put put that two two together. But they had an attraction called it. What, what was it called? Because it was Kim Possible, and then they rethemed it to Phineas and Verb. Um, it was like the same thing. Yeah, was it was Agent Perry's something. Okay, so it was called Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure and you can find it at Epcot. And so you get it you rent out a communicator and you just go around the park and do various activities. And it was the same thing with Phineas and Verb, but it was called I think it was Perry the Platypus themed. Yeah, it was it was and- Agent Perry something. It was called, yeah, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. So it was a, basically the exact same thing, but this they, say, they just... That is there. We got to give the kids something to do in this park. Literally, literally. I hated and, Epcot as a kid, and this last year I went was the first time I've gone since I've been of legal drinking age, and I yes. loved it. Epcot is way more fun <laughs> as an adult, and I think that's the whole that's the whole plan. Oh, yeah. I mean, now that they have a couple more rides in there, like Remy's Ratatouille Adventure just opened, which is like a great family fun ride. But... Yeah. And the, also, the, I, new, I, I, um, the new Guardians at, ride I've heard great things about as well. I was at Disney World a couple years ago when they saw, like, the big on parades before COVID. Yeah. And Phineas and Ferb were in, and this is at Magic Kingdom, by the way. Phineas and Ferb were on, like, one of the main floats. And I said, what are they doing there? <laughs> this show has not been on for years. I think I've, I've, I saw Phineas and Ferb in a parade. Like, I don't understand. I guess they're still popular, but. I mean, I, Ma- there was a parade the last time I went before COVID that was called just like the movers and shakers or something. And it was, yeah, like, yeah. It, was it that one? Yeah. It and was they at were, like 10, I, 15 AM and it was just yeah. random characters. Cause Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde from Zootopia were in it also. I just don't like, it's literally, they just put every character yeah, that they had so and they just like pulled them out of a, out of a cup and they're like, okay, it is a verb. You're up. You want to know a hot take? Always. I don't care for the parades. <gasps> Uh, I think they're fun to watch. I liked them a lot more when I was a kid. I think the the most recent one I saw, I was there in October for the 50th anniversary. Mm. And um, the 50th anniversary song, I hate. It's so annoying. Um, can, you, can you give me a sample? Because I don't it's know. It's the one. It's in all the ads now. But it's like. 
something something and then it ends with the the most magical place on earth answer the call <laughs> i hate mm. it um not, and we got I'm not, I'm not sure i recall that one we got stuck behind one of the parades trying to cross magic kingdom and meet up with um two of our other friends last time we were there and it just walking behind that parade in slow motion for 10 minutes hearing that song over and over while watching Mickey just go. That's the and thing. then they dub I... in little sound bites from Mickey's like, ho ho, it's good to see you again. Right. Hi guys. Like a lot of them impression. seemed very like, oh, we've been closed and now we're not, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, hee hee, so good to see your faces. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> You got your vaccine? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? The Disney World COVID parade. Pluto's like waving a needle around. <laughs> Gosh, stay six feet apart. <laughs> End me. <laughs> and then like Chip and Dale are like, are like coughing on people going, ah! <laughs> They keep coughing on Donald. And Donald's like, Quack! Many points at someone in the crowd and is like, oops, put on your mask. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, goodness. But yeah, I think the only mutable characters, <laughs> say, segueing back in, yeah. I think the only mutable characters from Disney Channel are Phineas and Ferb and Kim and Ron. Other than that, I mean, those are the only... I guess you could technically say you can meet Lilo and Stitch because they technically are Disney Channel characters. Yeah, but we all know that's not why they're there. (laughs) (laughs) Disney's like, everyone loves Lilo and Stitch the animated series. Yeah. like We we have to get them in the park. If 625 was a meetable character, I'd say maybe. Right. With a bunch of, with a bunch of. um, Why don't they have a 625 sandwich cafe? (gasps) And you can make your own sandwiches. I guess this is the perfect segue of. If we wanted to retheme things or make yes. new rides now, Disney Channel themed, I'm gonna what go would ahead they and be? preface this and say that most of these rethemes are jokes. Because, sure. Maybe not for you, but like <gasps> some of these rides are so iconic. Like I would no, never, yes. I would not want them to be any other way than what they are. No, of course. I'm not I'm not gonna say like, okay, guys, sweet life needs to be Tower of Terror. Which is my idea. I think it'd be... A- it is. No, it's because it's so it's such a funny idea and it's like okay, such a natural so, segue. Okay, so here are some of our ideas that if Disney did want to dip its toe in nostalgia factor and retheme, maybe not forever, but you know, maybe like when Disney Channel turns 100. <laughs> you I don't know. wish Disney Channel will turn 100. They'll kill it before then. <laughs> my first thought is retheme... The Twilight Tower of Terror into Zack and Cody's Tipton of Terror. <laughs> and you can kind of just base it off. Could you imagine? Yeah, it's there. That, it is there for the taking. There's that part in Tower of Terror before you get to the main part, which is obviously the drop, where you're like winding through the hotel a little bit and there's some scenes and things that you see. So they could obviously have some like scenes. The, like, like, like imagine the lobby Yes, is the Tipton. And you hear, we have a recording of Carrie Martin as we walk through the Tipton, <laughs> like singing. And you could use, so we don't even have to, we can use like old voice recordings of Dylan and Cole from like 
the the Disney games online, and when you go up in the tower, tower you can hear it going up. <laughs> and but then when you drop, you have to hear most be go no running in my lobby. <laughs> how how funny! And at the end, when you survive, London goes like yay me. Oh my god! And and like and the gift shops, the candy counter. Yeah, it's there for the freaking taking. I man. was going to say, um, in light of a sweet library theme. Oh. Haunted Mansion, but as Suite 613. <gasps> that's good. That's good. Because that's like a long... I mean, obviously, never. The Haunted Mansion is immaculate. But These are all like, hypothetical. It'd be so funny because there's like so much room for scenes and you could like basically just follow the whole episode. But then <gasps> it, um, instead of like <laughs> wait, Leona... Wait, wait. Would, would they be Sweet Life animatronics? <laughs> Maybe. Because I was the thinking anima- instead of Leona, it's Esteban at the table when he gets possessed. That is so funny. <laughs> but, like, I ne- I honestly need animatronics with blonde uh, bowl cuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, one of my other options is to retheme a-, a rock and roller coaster, too. I know they said there were rumors back in the day, the Jonas Brothers. I'm saying the more the more obvious one is Hannah Montana's rock and roller coaster. Yes, which I think or would you be can- so fun. Or you can do a combo of Hannah Montana and the Jonas Brothers Rock and Roller Coaster, and the main song that you hear when you take off is the duet they do. Because oh, you can do it, because, like, you know they eat. do... Because you know, like, at the beginning when they do the, um, the pre, the pre, uh, the pre-riot, and it's the recording of Aerosmith? Yeah. Which, side note, I don't want to speak, like, ill, ill of, like, life or anything, but what's going to happen when one of the people in Aerosmith passes away? And they do that, are like you know, like they can still keep it Aerosmith, but they're going yeah. to have to take that, that the beginning of that out. They wouldn't have or would to. they not? Would no? Would it's it just not be like s- offensive? I mean, I'm, there's no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's offensive, but like I don't. Would people think it's like weird that like that guy just died? And it's I don't know. Or, they or haven't that, taken any it, of the dead presidents out of the Hall of Presidents. I know. I guess it's like I don't know. That's just I always think that. Yeah, but well, there's also th- been. There's been rumors but, 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 of a rock but, and roller coaster retheme for yeah. ages because Aerosmith sold the rights to their music to Universal Music Group mm-hmm. a couple years ago, so the rock and roller coaster can't even sell Aerosmith merch in their gift shop anymore. Because I know it's have all the to it. it's all just like that's why I'm saying it's just like guitars. And stuff. That's why I'm saying they could either do um or would you want either Hannah Montana or Camp Rock? Hannah Montana. I think. I think. I'm trying to think, like, logistically, if they did do something, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to change a lot. They I know. Literally could, they literally could keep the, exactly how Rock and Roller Coaster looks. They just changed the soundtrack. There's and, a, and there's when, a when theory. You take, when, when you take off, you hear, sweet nipples! <laughs> there's a theory floating around that if it did get a retheme recently, or not recently, but, like, soon, that it would probably be the Incredicoaster from uh, California Adventure, and they would, like, retheme it to a version of that. Uh, no, I like the music, but I like the music theme. I mean, I don't think they're in a rush to do that, but, like, I am i don't know. I think Disney World is the only park that's Rock and Roller Coaster is still Rock and Roller Coaster. Like, mm-hmm. I, Iron Man was one of the rethemes of that, but that well, ride Guardi- is not that well-received. Um, But I'm thinking, like, even the pre-show, you can replace that with the actual scenes from the Hannah Montana episode yeah. with the Jonas Brothers, you can, like, be looking into them. I just think it's perfect. And the whole, like, imagine Rockstar playing, and you're in the dark, and you hear, Oh, my gosh. I'd ascend. I'd rise and, out and of they- those restraints. 
<laughs> I hope not when it goes upside down. <laughs> You'd be out of there. Um, would you want the uh, gift shop to be Rico's Surf Shop or just keep it as is? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Rico's Surf Shop would be so fun. And then you could step uh, outside and, like, buy an ice cream. <laughs> and you have cheese jerky. <laughs> I just think these are, like... They're like they're sitting. They're sitting yes. on the laps. I also thought, you know, obviously it's not with us anymore. And while Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is not bad, I do dearly miss the great movie ride. But I think the great decom ride was an itch that <gasps> I was scratch. I was thinking the same thing. The yeah. great Disney Channel original. You can do like animatronics with like the Cheater Girls, and it's the scene <laughs> where Toto where Toto is stuck in the subway or or the sewer. <laughs> the dog's Imagine- like coming up, going like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i know okay okay you know how like the great movie ride there's a part where your tour guide gets captured by someone yeah in the movie and you get another one what would that be oh would it be what would it be in the high school musical section and miss jarvis comes like you're not doing this tour right <laughs> that or like maybe the disney channel voice guy like overtakes it or like i don't know I'm trying to, cause you know, like when you get to the in the great movie ride, you get to like the the mobster section, and one of the mobsters takes over. Yeah. The, you get to the high school musical section, and Miss Jarvis is like, "Stop it! What you're doing is not correct. You need a theatricality. What you're saying, this is a musical, <laughs> or something." I'm trying to think of a Disney Channel villain. The creaky Wildcats animatronics going. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> a cadet, a cadet Kelly one, and Hillary Duff's just doing like an animatronic of a salute. I had also <laughs> thought, you know, how recently they've had um, the like the Jedi training camp where they bring like the kids on stage and they play with uh-huh. lightsabers. Cadet Kelly boot camp. <gasps> we are making kids on the freaking phone. We are so good. Okay, okay, let's think of um, okay, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth McGuire. Oh, okay. I already, I already know. What? Italy and Epcot have a Lizzie McGuire I was, Okay. <laughs> imagine. And what you could do is you do like, because you know, like Disney World has Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yeah. And they make you do, Lizzie McGuire, the Rome is you do like that fashion show and they give you like an igloo dress. Well, I had also thought, I mean, I thought of a bunch of these. The American Idol experience is something that mm-hmm. used to exist in Hollywood studios where you could like fake audition for American Idol you could get a call back and go back and like perform in the middle of the day. And then I think I heard that people that like could actually win and get American Idol auditions that way. Yeah. If they were good I remember, enough. yeah. But the Lizzie McGuire experience in that sense where you perform with Isabella or, you know, like the Miss Darvis experience, the high school musical experience. The, or the Camp Rock. There, there's so many, there, there's so many uh, thing. I think jumping off, if we rethemed Italy in Epcot to Liz McGuire, Barcelona, the Cheetah Girls at Epcot. Oh my gosh. How fun. Yes. How fun. A statue of Raven with her leg up. <laughs> <laughs> On the fountain. Yes. <laughs> I would die laughing. It's the strut fountain. Make a you wish. Could strut. You could strut. They have like a strut section that you could strut. They have a photographer. Oh my word. Like, Come on, come on. You want to strut like you mean it? Um, and in terms of stunt shows, because they have those as well, motocross <sighs> stunt show, um, or the jump-in or- experience. <laughs> oh, and it's all double dutch? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love this. What would be a good That's a Raven attraction? 
somebody with either fashion or like oh you like you yeah. know like fortune tellers yeah yeah i guess like yeah, that's a raven fortune teller or fashion or something yeah something fashion like a store yeah um the one thing that genuinely surprises me i think i said this on if you listened i think i may have said this on the podcast that we did with disney channel after hours but i'm genuinely surprised that like as hard as Disney goes for Halloween every year, that they've never done anything yeah. with Halloween time with that. Nothing. Not even like. Never even s- like just the pumpkin. Yeah, like you could do something with. Not even like a ma- They should have like used the the theme music to Halloween Town, like at Hollywood Studios or something. And it's clear that like nostalgic characters can come back later because the Sanderson sisters perform at the Mickey party, I- and that was like a recent thing like they were not doing that when hocus pocus came out because it was a no. huge bomb i i think yeah i think because i know we said no one wants to see someone walk around like hannah montana i think someone can walk around as aggie debbie reynolds character from halloween yeah. town or you could just put it's... people in like the creature prosthetics or you could have like a, a parked taxi that has benny in it and it like says lines yeah yeah, what is that? Why don't they have that? I, I, Yeah, I think Halloween Town is... If they don't want to put it in Magic Kingdom, they can at least put it in Hollywood Studios. Well, now they've started having these, like, villain nights or, like, something that's, like, more for adults to go into the park later at night. Yeah. So that you could just do some... I don't know. I, Kimberly J. Brown would sign the contract today because you know that's all she ever thinks about. Right. <laughs> Same. Same with me. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of, like, because, you know, they have, like, live shows. You can easily do High School Musical on stage. Yeah. But you easily do that stuff where it's not, like, where you're pretending they're Troy and Gabrielle. It's, like, a 30-minute show of High School Musical. And they hit, they do all the songs or Camp Rock or something. Oh, what's that boat that's in the middle of the Magic Kingdom? The, mm, I don't know. Boat. Or um, Pirates of the Caribbean as Sweet Life on Deck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we don't need that. But Jack Sparrow is still there. Because <laughs> all the wine moms would whine and cry if their Johnny Depp animatronic got removed. It's Debbie Ryan. <laughs> but it's like her <laughs> Debbie like, Ryan putting and back... drag, like poking out, being like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we could retheme the, the water ride, the log ride. Splash Mountain? Yeah. Um... To, to something Disney. Would it be? Would it need to be water themed? Because I'm thinking. Well, it, it's it's got to be something around water because it's a water ride. Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. And then obviously Space Mountain could be Xenon. Oh yeah. Because they they look just alike. You could you see her? Well, I mean, like you you literally wouldn't even have to change the cue because it already no. looks like the sets. You can literally like as you take off, you hear Zeta Slipetus, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, they play Zoom 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 as you go through. Oh, Duh. that'd be so fun, that'd be fun, actually. That'd be fun. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I think, like, classic DCOMs, Johnny Tsunami, Xenon. Oh, my gosh. A smart house experience? Ooh, where you like go inside a house? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it fits perfectly. Because, <laughs> like, Epcot's all about the future. And you, it could be, like, uh, uh, like a like a pretend um, experience, like, from, like, 2001. And, like... The, the houses of the future, and you just, like, walk through it. That'd be fun. I think they're missing a lot of opportunities here, if I do say so myself. Yeah. I mean, if anything is proven by, you know, the growth of our podcast and content like this, like, there is a market for nostalgia. 
even if they don't want to do it permanently, because you know, yeah, some Disney fans get bent out of shape <laughs> when certain things are changed. They do. They do. I, 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 do I think it would go well if all of a sudden Rock and Roller Coaster was rethemed to Hannah Montana? I do not think it would go in the well. year twenty twenty two. No, it would not. Would it be so funny? And would I be first in line? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think that would happen. I mean, even I if think... they had done that in, like, 2008, people still would have been mad. People would be so upset. The only thing I think that is plausible and that they should actually do is something with Halloween Town and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I think something like that. Because it's seasonal. So, like, anything Halloween is already going to go away after a certain amount of time. I'm surprised they just don't have, like, Disney Channel. Like, because, like, if they can't find anything to do, just make it a... Like, just, like, an experience where, like, when people get too hot and they have to go inside. Yeah. Just, like, do something like that. Like a like a full-on Disney Channel museum would be cool. Yeah. Or, like, a or shop like, where there's more than just, like, two pins floating around the park. Or, like, you know they love themed restaurants on Hollywood Studios make it, like... The Chill Grill. The Chill Grill. Or, or the High School Musical Cafeteria. Yeah. And it's all, like, burgers and fries and salad. You know, I think it's just... I think missed opportunities here. Because if you did the High School Musical Cafeteria, you could have a framed uh, one of Sharpay's shirts with the beans all over it. Right, right, <laughs> right. I don't know. I think missed opportunity. None of that will happen. No. Sadly, I, I just think maybe they just need to make its own park. But it's fun you to have, dream about. It's fun to dream. The Brandy and Mr. Hollywood. Whiskers Treehouse instead of the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse? Get the no, get those Swiss families out of here. <laughs> now, that's a dream. <laughs> They've been there that's, too long. Okay. We think we rethink, we think big. We're like, okay, instead of uh, instead of Cinderella's Castle, we're going to make it um, the Tipton Hotel. <laughs> yeah. Well, the St- Stitch's Great Escape is just dead space right now. Okay. Here's our, here's our option. I have heard what are we going to pitch? It's being used as a break room. Yeah. What are we going to pitch? What are we going to pitch? Um, or Stitch's Great Escape. It has to be something inside. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe a Kim Possible ride. And it's Rufus in the container? Rufus's Great Escape. There you go. He could still there burp, but it would just have to smell like nachos. Yeah, and it's all like. And Ron's like. Oh no, find Rufus! He's on your shoulders. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I think it's been gutted. Like, oh yeah, there's definitely nothing in there anymore. Yeah. Um. All right. Because we're talking about Disney Channel and Disney Channel in the parks, I always have to wonder certain things about like people's first time at Disney World and what they would think and what they want to do. And this is a segment we haven't done in a while, but this is Disney World theme. So you have to think. WWRD, what would Raven do? Yep, that's me. What would Raven do at Disney World? And what would she want to do oh first? And what would she want to experience? I can see it in my head. I can see like just a montage of her and Chelsea and Eddie walking to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's like, Ray, are you going to scream on all the rides? And she's like, no way. And then it's just a montage of Raven on rides throughout the day going, <laughs> but like even in the Hall of Presidents or like something that's not even moving, she's just screaming the whole time. And she's like, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> the subplot is Victor and Tanya and Corey like meet, missing a missing a meetable character each time. Or like Corey gets arrested by the Disney World police for reselling stuff to people. <laughs> Okay, well, 
Raven. Some the plot of like Raven has to like pretend to be Cinderella or something. Oh yeah. What if like Raven has a vision that something's gonna happen to like a character? So she's in the dressing room, and they come in and they're like, "You're on in five and she's like, "Oh." And she's like, "My boy." <laughs> she goes out there in the costume and. <laughs> she goes. Do we have any other shoes besides glass? <laughs> <laughs> Oh like a kid goodness. steps on her toe and she's like, oh my god, you're nasty! Excuse me? Cinderella? I mean, you're nasty! <laughs> Raven's royal table. Raven's, that would, that would <laughs> be the me. episode. <laughs> Raven's royal table. <laughs> oh, I love it. I need all these rides stat. I know, and now I'm we craving do- a LeFou's brew. <laughs> okay, what, what would be like a themed drink? Um, you could have something that's like purple and orange for Raven. Oh, like a like Raven? a boba or like a smoothie, you know? Like Raven's future. Rave. It's all Fanta, Fanta drinks. Raven's future Fanta. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to think of like themed drinks. Oh, oh wait, there's that Hannah Montana scene where Billy Ray gives Miley like loco hot cocoa. Oh yeah. You call it Robbie Ray's loco hot cocoa. And you, I mean, a Bueno Nacho, yeah. Mexican restaurant at Epcot. I think the list goes on and on. We could have had so much more than Disney Channel rocks. I know. Anyway. And it sounds like they didn't even give us that. They put that together with a toothpick and toothpaste. They put that together blindfolded with one hand tied behind their back. <laughs> Saying, I think this is what the kids like. <laughs> <laughs> a shake it up haunted house. Because it's so scary. <laughs> it's a walkthrough. The fans will come for you. Hush. I <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I said it. I'll say it again. Okay. What's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that nostalgia is still there to be capitalized on. And I think that uh, as Zach Martin once put it in a famous episode of Sweet Life, there's big money in obsession. So... Disney should uh, invest a little bit on the um, side of the properties that people like us are still obsessed with. Right. I think my Disney Channel lesson is um, you may have better ideas than the Disney Chan- Disney Imagineers. <laughs> we can fix the Yeti if we put our minds to it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Becca, if people want to see your ideas for future Disney park attractions, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner. I have actually started putting in the work on the um, the Robin Williams Best video, so that should be out Ooh. soon. And if you like to hear me talk, you'd love to hear me talk more on my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG Podcast, wherever you'll find us. All right, and if you want to find me on any social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. And if you want to stay up to date on everything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. If you type in the Time Machine or the Time Machine podcast, we will come up. Rate and review us. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. DM us. Talk to us on social media. We love hearing what you guys are liking, what you guys want to hear. We love when you guys like send us stories. You're like, oh, you have to talk about this and all that stuff. Because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have fun making it. All right. Well, 
that's it on another fun episode. Uh, we have one more episode for you in June. We're taking the last week off so I can move and Hunter can go to the beach. But uh, <laughs> Vacation. Before then, uh, check back in with us next week and we'll have something fun for you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts. Ah!